Hello, everyone. Welcome to Secret Keepers Club. Thank you guys so much for tuning in. So happy to have you here. As always, my name is Carly Aquilino, and I'm your host. I have a bunch of emails that you sent into secretkeepersclub at gmail.com that we're going to get to. And I'm excited to sit down and chit chat with my girls, as you already know. So I hope everybody had a great weekend, great week ahead. I'm going to see some friends this week. So I'm excited about that. Um, and man, oh man, the only thing I hate about leaving is, is leaving my two little fluffy boys here because I'm, I'm a boy mom. Okay. I have two fluffy little cats and I love them so much. And I hate being away from them. I can't even explain it to you, but I have a girl that comes and watches them when I go away and it cracks me the hell up that like, that's her job. <laughs> like that's the best freaking job ever. It just cracks me the hell up that I like hire this girl. Cause I'm like, Oh no, my cats need somebody there. And then, they, and literally they look like two fluffy little loaves of bread and they sleep for 19 hours a day. I mean, could it be a better life? I want that job. I want that job, but Anywho, you guys, I've been watching a lot of TV, old reality TV. I've been watching Mob Wives. I don't know. Rest in peace, Big Ange, by the way. But Mob Wives is one of the craziest shows I've ever seen in my life. And you guys know I'm a reality TV person for the most part. Like, I love watching just garbage, just absolute garbage on TV. And Mob Wives really, it's mwah, chef's kiss. The cast is crazy. We have, they're all affiliated somehow with people in the mafia. Like sometimes it's their uncle. Sometimes it's their dad. Sometimes it's their husband. Sometimes it's them. Hey, I'm not driving. <laughs> I, <laughs> I'll embezzle. Hey, a little embezzlement never hurt anybody. Okay. So I just love the girls. I love them so much. Everybody knows Big Ange is, of course, the, the shining star of the show. Cause she's so, everybody else is very, um, they're like ticking time bombs kind of, and they have very short fuses and they're always fighting and arguing. And the drama is just so insane. But big Ange is like, I don't want anything to do with this. You know, she's like, I don't want anything to do with this. I just want to hang out with my girls. <laughs> I'm like literally me, literally me. So I'm obsessed with her and God, they love saying, um, they don't even say fucking, they say motherfucking. And that's something that I really think we should adapt into our vocabulary instead of fucking and motherfucking. And it's everything. I mean, the, the people who had to censor this show should have been paid billions of dollars because it's every three seconds they're cursing. I just love them so much. I love my girls. So I've been really entertained with that. And God, there's something about reality TV. Is it because I grew up watching like, those MTV reality shows, like the real world and stuff like that. Cause that was good TV. Let me tell you. And true life. Remember true life. What are the true life episodes you guys think of? Cause I always think of, um, true life. I'm getting plastic surgery where the guy, remember the guy who got, um, calf implants, his upper body was shredded and he had little chicken legs <laughs> and he was like, he was getting calf implants. Oh God. They were so fun to watch. What was the other one? There was one that was like the girl who was like, I have a shopping addiction, like true life. I'm addicted to shopping relatable. And she, I remember this girl that was on that episode. I don't know why, but it always stuck out to me. Um, she like needed her thing was like, she needed to spend money. She needed to buy shit. 
So I remember there was like a scene of her going in and going into Forever 21 and spending like $25. And she came out, she came out like a crackhead. She's like, I got two headbands. I got a, <laughs> I got two headbands. I got a hat. I got a pair of socks. And she was smoking a cigarette rapid speed. Oh God. I love it. I love the content, love the reality TV content, but yeah, mob wives. If you've never seen it, girls, I'm telling you, I wish I would have live, uh, watched it on Instagram or something like I do with those other shows. I've decided I like, uh, I, I don't like watching the dating shows anymore, to be honest with you. I don't know that I'll watch. I don't know if I'm going to dive into any of them. Cause a lot of you guys tell me to watch love Island and stuff like that. But, um, I don't know. I don't know. I, I kind of like just watching people's lives rather than, than the reality show, like dating competitions. But although I do stick to my word, I really, really feel as if I would do well on love is blind, but I also could be extremely delusional and thinking like, Oh, I would, I mean, please, I could talk to a guy and then he'll fall in love with me without even seeing me, but it would probably actually be the opposite. Right. Cause guys would be afraid of me or what, what do you think? I don't know. I was on the phone with a guy before and <laughs> he was like, girl, I'm freaking nuts. He's like, all right, I got to go. I go, okay. I go, <laughs> text me the second we hang up. <laughs> and he's like laughing. He's like, okay, you're crazy. Oh God. Anywho, you might hear somebody knocking on my door. I, I, I had to order some, some little treats and, and kitty litter and stuff for the cats. I didn't feel like going and, and lugging. Talk about lugging shit home. Have you ever lugged home a, a 20 pound box of kitty litter? Couldn't be me. Mm -mm -mm. I have it on auto ship, but I, I just want to have extra here because I'm going away. But so, you know, you got to make sure you got the tons of litter here. So that's on its way. Anywho, let's get into some of these emails. I'm doing my the thing where I'm babbling on and on and on right? About Big Ange and the, and the girls. Okay. This one says, <laughs> uh, in defense of the hoe era, love to see it. Love the title. Can't wait to dive in. Hi, Carly and the sweet boys. It's me, the girl who called into the Spotify live with the story about my ex who took me bowling on Valentine's day. I remember you. How could we forget? Anyway, I'm here to share some thoughts I've had about recent emails. So many girlies are A, young, B, gorgeous and smart, agree, and C, deciding between breaking up with their lame partner or being single. In my opinion, if you're waiting, if you're writing into a podcast asking whether or not to break up with your boyfriend or even considering it, then the deal is done. Marriage is another story. I'd recommend seeing a professional first, but if it's just dating, you know, I'm your gut. I'm sorry. You know, your gut. Wait, what? She's saying your gut will tell you if there's something better out there, but it seems like there were a few, you know, when you go do like autocorrect or like your phone just like adds a few extra words in there and then it throws you for a loop. Your gut will tell you if there's something better out there. I really want to send home the messages that the right person is wait, worth waiting for. I was a serial monogamous for eight years before breaking free. I had a glorious four-year hoe era and I would, I would not change it for anything. I date women, men, and women and men at the same time, freaks, geeks, and even a guy who did magic. There, that's a story for another time. What? Is, girl, 
you want to know what's crazy? Did I ever tell you the story about last summer when I was in Montauk? Uh, Just to start this story off, I think magicians are hot and everybody makes fun of me, but there's something about a magician that really gets me going. Okay, girls, I don't know. I don't know. It gets me all freaking hot and bothered when I see a guy doing a magic trick. But I was at this this, uh, hotel with my friend last summer in Montauk and there was this guy there and I was like, girl, this guy is so hot. Like, look at that guy. Look at, look at how hot that guy is. And he was kind of like walking around talking to people. I'm like, Oh, he like has friends here. Like he just like, he's like the bell of the ball over here. He's talking to everybody at the down at the gosh darn pool, you know? So I'm like, how does this guy know everybody? (laughs) And my friend's looking at him. She's like, yeah, he is hot. To be fair. He looks like Ryan Gosling in drive. Okay. With the, he was hot. Okay. I'm not crazy. And we're looking at him and he goes, <clears throat> right. And coughs and girl, why did he cough a deck of cards into his hands? <laughs> and my, <laughs> and my friend goes, he's a magician. I go, yep. Turns out he is. Okay. And I didn't know that he didn't have the magician kind of vibe until I saw him projectile vomit a, a deck of card into his hands <laughs> and give that look that magicians give where they just want to make sure you're impressed. Girl, stop. And then tell me why he came up to us and was doing magic tricks. I can't. That's what the, the, um, place we were staying at, we were staying at a place called like beach house or something. I guess they had like, that was the entertainment for the day. This fucking magician, this hot magician going around with, with the deck of cards. I can't, I can't, I don't know. He was cute though. He was cute. But anywho, sorry, I had to hit my vape after that. Cause that is one of the funniest stories ever. Um, and then there was another magician I knew. Oh, we'll, we'll talk about magicians another time, girls. Okay. I'm getting back to the email now. She says, I became so much stronger and independent and clarified exactly who I wanted. Live and embrace your whole phase because it makes you more well-rounded as a person. I promise you will look back with gratitude. I'm engaged now and I'm getting married in my thirties and I can't truly thank myself enough for making the decisions that I've made. I waited and went on about 40 terrible first dates before meeting my soulmate. Every single cringe date was worth it. Choose your future self over everybody else. I think that is such a good message. Choose your future self over everybody else. I know that's right. And I feel like I, I, I do that too. I look back on myself and, and the decisions that I've made for the most part. I mean, Hey girl, you know, I've had my, I, I I've had my moments, but I look back on some decisions I've made and I'm like, I did that for me. And I'm glad I did that for me. Even, even if it's hard, you got to do it. So this next one says response to the girl who got cheated on in Mexico and shit crap in library edition. Hey, Carly and the cutie kitties. I've been a fan of yours since girl code and the red haired Carly days. Oh, thank you so much. I appreciate that. In response to the girl whose fiance cheated five years ago, she should have the conversation with the fiance about what she's feeling. He shouldn't have said anything to begin with, but now that it's out in the open, it's not fair um, to her that he doesn't want to answer any questions that she may have. I agree with you. That was a tough email too, because it was like, I don't know. It's just such a, there shouldn't be a statute of limitations on, you know, how long after something happens, we can get pissed about it. But I didn't know really like what I would do in that situation. So it's just a sticky situation. So I agree with you there. 
while it happened five years ago for him, it happened to her just a few days ago. She learned this information about a man that she's waiting. She's about to spend her life with. It makes you look at them differently and question a lot of things. There needs to be open communication. If there's something that's truly bothering her, otherwise she'll enter the marriage with doubts and even more questions. With that being said, she should also be prepared to hear some things that she may not like. Now I agree with you a thousand percent. Now to my shit crappins. <laughs> the other day I had leftovers for lunch and afterwards decided to take my kids out for activities at our local library. As I pulled into the parking lot, I felt my stomach cramp up. I thought it was a fart, but I have learned to never trust a fart. So I held it in. See, we got to learn the hard way sometimes. As I'm walking in with my kids, my stomach starts grumbling. And again, I thought I could hold it. I was speaking to the librarian and I felt myself losing the battle. Every pore of my body started releasing sweat. I ran to the bathroom, which happens to be built like it built in the middle of the library. I almost didn't make it. I won't go into detail, but I would say it was very violent. <laughs> when I came out, I asked my daughter if she heard anything. She said, yeah, everyone did. It was loud. <laughs> no. I mean, I can't think of a worse place, I guess, other than maybe like if you were in like a church or something or some type of, you know, place of worship where it's quiet. <laughs> a library in the middle of the library when you're literally not allowed to talk there. So everyone hears everything. Oh my goodness. God bless you. Well, at least you made it. At least you made it, right? Okay, you guys, just a quick word from our friends. This week's Secret Keepers Club is sponsored by BASE. Airport anxiety is real. You're constantly checking to make sure that you have your ID and the people at TSA are screaming at you to take off your shoes. It's just a lot. Next time you fly the friendly skies, do it with BASE. Uh, their luggage has both function and fashion to keep you calm and looking great with 360 degree sliding wheels, a cushion handle, built-in weight in indicator, washable bags for your dirty clothes, and tons of interior pockets to keep you organized. Base luggage will be your new best travel buddy. I absolutely um, love this stuff. I kept seeing ads for them on um, Instagram. And I, I've been watching a lot of like packing videos, like, oh, pack with me for my trip to go to France and like all of that stuff. And everybody has this luggage. So I was so excited when they wanted to collab with the potty. So every piece is even made to look better with miles. So you can throw it around that overhead bin and get on with your life. For shorter trips, check out their weekender bag with a padded strap and bottom compartment to hold your shoes and toiletries. That is what I'm bringing to Italy. And I, and I'm going to pray that all of my stuff fits in it because I'm going for a long time, you guys. And I'm going to just try and bring the weekender bag. Cause I don't want to, I don't know if I want to bring a full luggage. So I'm going to be moving around so much. So we'll see if that that's a pipe dream for me, but that we'll see. I did a dry run with, with the, um, base weekender bag and it, and it seems like it's good. It's doable. But right now, um, BASE is offering the girlies 15% off your first purchase by visiting basetravel.com slash secret. Go to basetravel.com slash secret for 15% off your first purchase. That's B-E-I-S travel.com slash secret. Very excited about that. And we also have BetterHelp. This episode is brought to you by BetterHelp. When you feel like crap about yourself, it's easy to start believing that you don't deserve amazing things. BetterHelp's online therapy can help you change your self-sabotaging behavior so that you can live your best life. Learn positive coping skills, set boundaries, and raise your self-esteem all without, all without leaving the comfort of your home. 
BetterHelp is designed to be flexible and convenient so you can do therapy whenever and wherever works for you. You can choose between video calls or phone sessions. Their easy to use platform lets you message your therapist at any time. You guys know I'm all about this. I think this is a great, um, great tool to have because it's convenient for you and it doesn't add any extra stress to our already stressful lives. So you can just quick out a quick questionnaire to get matched with a licensed therapist and you'll be on your way. You can switch therapists at any time for no additional charge. Let therapy be your map with BetterHelp. Visit betterhelp.com slash secret keepers today to get 10% off your first month. That's betterhelp, H-E-L-P.com slash secret keepers, betterhelp.com slash secret keepers. Ooh, that was a, that was, I I got a little long winded there. This one says, please read for me and my wife's anniversary. Oh, hi, Carly and the kitties. Me and my wife are both avid listeners. Oh, thank you. Uh, We usually listen separately on our way to work. We're both teachers. So we need a little laugh before school. Let me tell you a little bit about my wife, Kenya. Kenya is the friend that I always needed an incredible life partner. Oh, Talking about her always makes me tear up because she's such an amazing person. She teaches physical education to kids with special needs, and she coaches multiple softball teams. Throughout our nine years together and five years of marriage, she has showed me what it means to love unconditionally and what I deserve from others. Sometimes she gets a little depressed yussy, but I need her to know that I literally could not live without her. Stop. I'm going to start crying. I can't wait to start a family with her and show our kids what true love looks like. Happy anniversary. I love you. How freaking cute are you? How freaking cute are you? God. Well, happy anniversary to you in Kenya. You guys sound very much in love and I'm happy. And I'm always happy. I'm always happy when, when the girls are happy. How cute is that? Two teachers. Stop. Cute. This one says to all the girlies that are worried about their timeline. Love you, Carly. This message is for all the girls who are worried about the dreaded timeline. I'm an elder secret keeper, 40 years old. First of all, that's not old. And although I was never really someone who dreamt about their wedding and having babies, I did begin to get concerned about my biological clock around 35 and began to feel like I quote unquote needed to find a man to settle down with. Now that I'm married with two babies, my perspective on this has changed and I want to share my POV for anyone that will help. Um, FYI, I am a hetero cis girl. So that's the perspective I'm coming from. No intentions of being exclusionary. Number one, if he wanted to, he would. I know we say this all the time, but babes, it's because it's true. Take mixed signals as a no, period, and stop making excuses for these people. If he leaves you guessing, it's a no. That will simplify your life so much. I promise. I agree. And I always say that. Number two. Marriage only complicates your relationship. It is not a silver bullet to happiness. If you have doubts about your relationship, I promise getting married is not going to fix anything. It only adds a layer of complexity. I swear something shifts in a man's brain after you get married. And it's one of two things, sometimes both. Number one, they suddenly feel like they have to be this provider and head of the household. And even if it wasn't like this before, they, st- they suddenly start getting controlling and a little micromanagey. If you're an independent girly like myself, this will drive you crazy. Second shift is is any effort they put in beforehand, they slow or they stop because they got you already. On top of this, if you get pissed off, grow apart, realize this isn't the man that you thought he was, et cetera, you now have to pay thousands and thousands of dollars to break up. Suddenly he is... He has a claim over your assets you may have had for years before you even met him. This may sound cold and very businessy, but whether you want to 
want to see it this way or not, marriage is a business. You are entering a legally binding contract with another human that is based on you guys, you guys, you guys, you guys essentially for the rest of your lives. It's not all rainbows and butterflies. Think about who you were 10 years ago. Are you still the same person? What are the chances you'll be the same person 10 years from now? Also, if you find yourself wanting to give a man an ultimatum about marriage, but everything else in your relationship is perfect, I would second guess that ultimatum. Ask yourself, do you want to be married or do you want to be married to him? If it's the former, I'd reevaluate what it is that you're looking for. If it's the latter, do you really need to sign this contract to be happy? Um, number three, if you want to have a baby, have the baby. You don't need to be married and you don't even need a man. If you're concerned about your biological clock, take a fertility test. Modern fertility is one you can order online without even needing to go see a doctor. I did this with a girlfriend and it gave me so much reassurance knowing that I was 38 and had above average fertility. Every woman's body is different. My sister-in-law struggled to get pregnant at 25 and I very easily got pregnant twice, once at 38 and once at 39. Both babies are gorgeous and healthy and perfect. My point is not to brag, but to emphasize that the idea that our uterus shrivels up and dies once we turn 30 just isn't true. There are so many other factors. Just go get tested. Knowledge is power. If someone had told me all of this, I probably would have reconsidered marriage. I would have had my babies and kept my now husband as a boyfriend because if I'm being honest, he got a little too comfortable after we were married and now we're in couples therapy trying not to become a divorce statistic. I'll wrap this up because I know it's long. This isn't a rant of a bitter woman, rather considerate advice from your older secret keeping sister. So many of us are raised surrounded by this message that finding a man who wants to marry us is the ultimate sign of being a valuable woman, but we need to start flipping that on its head. We're the prize, not the option. Ooh, my girl, girl, that's, I, I love this. I love this message. I know that sounds cheesy, but there is so, so much to life, um, outside of getting someone to put a ring on it. Focus on what makes you happy, travel, build your career, go to school or whatever else that will make you feel fulfilled. And if you're thinking about getting married and having babies, we'll do that for you, then that's great. But go into that with the mindset that you're gonna hold this person at the level of respect and care that you deserve. Set the expectation before you get the ring because dimming your light is the only way you feel, it, because if dimming your light is the only way you feel you can get his attention, he's not gonna expect you to live that way forever. He is going to, sorry, he is going to expect you to live that way forever. I mean, what, what an honest message, what an honest message. And thanks for, um, breaking it down for us like that. I agree with every, every single damn word you said. I really do feel that way too. Like if you, if someone's giving you mixed signals, like there's your answer, girl, save yourself the time, save yourself the energy. Why do you want to force someone to be with you? Like it's, it's not that it's no, that only drives you crazy. We also have my favorite thing. I take it every morning. It's uh, AG one. It's hard to enough to find time to run errands and keep your house clean clean. And remember to wash your hair every once in a while. Taking vitamins shouldn't be another huge chore. Make it easy with AG one. It's a super easy and convenient way to get all of the nutrition you need. Just mix one scoop of the powder with water one time a day. That's it. No more taking huge handfuls of vitamins, no more storing 900 bottles in your medicine cabinet. I take AG one in the morning before starting my day. And it seriously makes me feel awesome. My focus is better. My energy is higher and it is a total game changer. Each scoop is packed with 75 vitamins, minerals, probiotics, and whole food source ingredients. And 
it gets delivered right to my door. If you want to take ownership over your health, try AG1 and get a free one-year supply of vitamin D and five free AG1 travel packs with your first purchase. Go to drinkag1.com slash secret keepers. That's drinkag1.com slash secret keepers drinkag1.com slash secret keepers for five travel packs and a one-year supply of vitamin D. Check it out. I, you guys, we're on a roll. I'm reading the ads really well. Usually this takes me about five, five or six, five or six tries each one. So I'm feeling really frisky right now. Okay. We also have, <laughs> we also have Nutrafol. Hair thinning will happen to approximately one in two women. So if you're one of them, you are not alone. If you're looking to improve visible hair thickness and strength, Nutrafol has you covered. Their drug-free supplement targets the root causes of thinning and promotes healthy hair growth. With four physician-approved formulas made just for women, Nutrafol's wellness quiz will help you find the one that's right for you. I've been taking Nutrafol for quite some time now. I would say over a year and I really love it. It makes my hair thicker. It feels, it makes my hair longer. And I noticed the results in just a few months after using it. I always get compliments on my hair, you guys. And, and I'm like, Hey, I'm a Nutrafol girly in a clinical study. 86% of women reported improved hair growth after taking Nutrafol women's hair growth supplement for just six months. If that's not awesome enough, Nutrafol is now available in a vegan formula. Perfect for women with plant-based lifestyles. Take the first step to visibly thicker, healthier hair. For a limited time, Nutrafol is offering our listeners $10 off your first month's subscription and free shipping. When you go to Nutrafol.com and enter the promo code secret, find out why over 4,000 healthcare professionals recommend Nutrafol for healthier hair. Nutrafol.com spelled N-U-T-R-A-F-O-L.com promo code secret. That's Nutrafol.com promo code secret. This one says my hot crush has a sock fetish. Uh Oh no, Carl. I have quite the tea to spill today. So buckle up. Oh God. A couple of weeks ago, I was on grinder messaging guys as usual to pass the time. And a message pops up from an old crush of mine. I'm freaking out because he's so sexy and cute. I met him visiting my friend in Boston and I was obsessed. We only met once, but I've been planning our wedding ever since. Cut to five years later, we we're both graduated and living in New York City. I guess the grinder gods decided to bring back my husband for one last chance. We started messaging and I'm just turning into a puddle of love and butterflies. Of course, grinder isn't as romantic as it seems because after talking for 10 minutes, he asked me if I'm into any fetishes. I tell him that I'm open, which I am, but he said that he loves dirty, filthy, nasty socks. <laughs> oh, God. I look up from my phone and realize the grinder gods are actually from hell. This man wants me to walk the streets in just my socks and make them disgusting. Not only my socks, but he asked if I could steal my roommate's socks. <gasps> no. To throw on him as he walks through the door. Stop. He said the more socks, the better. He also adds that he'd like to be trampled on like he's a piece of the floor. Trampled like I'm an elephant, I asked. Like I'm an elephant, I asked. He confirms that he wants me to walk all over him like I just threw my laundry on the floor and I'm walking over my socks. Jesus Christ. I thought he was pranking me or just an asshole and not interested, but it's been weeks and he's begging to meet me because I played along to see how far it would go. And girl, did it go far? My big question is, this is my big crush, but I honestly have no interest in this and it kind of grosses me out. I told my girlies, I thought would be disgusted. And all of them said, he's so hot. And if he's my crush, then I should do it. I mean, if I don't have anything 
with the socks, I just have to throw them and be an elephant LMAO. <laughs> Do I let a sock get in between me and my man? Thank you so much and love the cats. Jeez Louise. I'm putting myself in your socks and I don't know how I would feel. I don't know what I would do about this. I think you, I I think it's important to be open to people, you know, like if they have interest in things or if, if they're into certain things, I think that's nice to, to be open about it. But if something that grosses you out, you don't have to compromise that for anybody. Um, but maybe, I mean, if you feel uncomfortable with it, then don't do it. But if you feel like, oh, this is so unusual, I don't, I, I don't know how I really feel about it. And you're willing to try it, maybe try it and see if you like it. But I don't know. There's something about like, I'm visualizing you walking down the street in just socks. And that's not only like, oh, I'm getting the socks dirty for my man. It's, it's, I'm humiliating myself and people think I'm a crazy person because I'm walking around the city in my socks just bare socks on the floor. I mean, people are going to look at you and go, what the hell is going on? So I think that's what it is too. It's like public humiliation. Um, but I don't know. See, this is one of those things that I know you guys are going to hate when I say this. This is one of those things where it's like, I need a picture. I need a picture of this man. Because the fact that your friends are going, he's so hot, just do it. If it's something that you feel you can get behind, or if you would at least like want to try out, then, then do it. But if it's a total no, no for you, then don't, don't even bother. You know, if it makes you feel uncomfortable and icky, then, then don't do it. I, I just, um, I know he's cute, but I don't think it's worth (laughs) all the, all the stuff that goes along with it. Also, the the weird thing to me is is mostly him saying get your roommate socks too. It feels like a lot. Now I'm robbing socks for my roommate. What if your roommate finds out? Hey, where are my socks? Where are my where have my socks been going? And you're like, oh, I gave them to my boyfriend. Oh, okay. You do, do you care to explain? I would say check, please. You know, I got to get out of the lease somehow. I, um, I've definitely heard of that before though, because there are people that weirdly enough, uh, message me on Instagram and they, and they ask, can I buy your, can I buy your socks? You know, it happens pretty regularly. I'm not going to lie to you. And I'm like, oh my God, I would never do that. How much are we talking buddy? Cause now, (laughs) now it's giving girl boss. Now it's giving girl boss energy. No, it would have to be, it would have to be a lot of money because the whole thing is just like, what are you doing with the socks, man? You know what I'm saying? It's, it's, it's more so what are you doing with the socks? But anywho, I know that there are girlies that make a living off that. So I'm not, I'm never going to knock that, but geez Louise. Okay. This one says my man looked up escorts help. Uh Uh-oh. The men are feral. I always say my girlies are feral, but the men are feral too. Hi, Carly and the cutie kitty babies. You truly brighten my life every week and you mean more to me than you'll ever know. Girls, I'm going to cry. I have an interesting dilemma. Well, thank you so much, by the way. And I'd love to get my girls feedback on it. 
I've been dating this guy for a little over a year. Since the beginning, he has been a very lovely partner. He's always cooking me dinner, making me coffee in the morning, taking me on dates and fun little trips and picking me up when my spirits are down. However, I recently was staying at his place. He left for a workout and I stayed behind to finish my laundry and enjoy my little morning coffee drink. His iPad was sitting on the kitchen counter and my snoopiness took over. Long story short, I was going through his photos on his iPad when I stumbled across a screenshot from an escort website. The screenshot was a girl in an itty bitty bikini on a motorcycle, really displaying her beautiful, perfect peach. If I was just, if it was just a random photo, I wouldn't be so shaken up over it, but it was from an escort website. So his intentions here made me feel super unsettled. When I brought it to his attention, he said he clicked on an ad that was on a porn website and he was just curious. He said he didn't act on it and just looked at pictures of escorts in our city. I'm having a tough time believing this and knowing what I should do next. The only downside to our relationship has been a pretty inconsistent sex life, as in he doesn't initiate as often as I'd like, and he doesn't often compliment my looks. We also have a pretty big age gap. I'm 28 and he's 46. How would you react to something like this on your man's computer? And how would you feel if he said he was just looking because he was curious? I attached some screenshots of him as well as a screenshot I found on his iPad. Help a girly out. P.S. Why are men such freaks? P.S. Love you always and forever. (laughs) I don't, if I had the answer to why men are such freaks, I I don't even know what I would tell you. Cool. She looks like a model. Sweet. Literally, are you a, like, are you a model? I'm not, I, I can't imagine you doing any other job. And I'm not, and guys, I'm not kissing ass. <laughs> I'm not kissing ass. Wow. Okay. I, I, I've now scrolled down to see the, the screenshot and, and she wasn't kidding. It's literally a girl in a thong. Well, actually the wardrobe is a little suspicious because it's a thong and a sweater. Cause she's a little chilly. Okay. And she's on a motorcycle at a seven 11. So it's a lot, you know, it's a lot to take in to see on your man's computer. I hear you on that. Imagine seeing this girl riding her motorcycle into the 7-Eleven parking lot with a thong and a sweater on. (laughs) No helmet. She's got no helmet, girl. You need to protect your noggin if you're riding around on a motorcycle like that. Jesus. I mean, is this even a real thing? Like, here's the thing. Um... How would I feel about it? I would feel icky about it, of course, right? Because it's like, why are you looking at, it's one thing like, you know, watching porn or whatever, or like screenshotting something, but I don't know. I feel like the fact that it's on a escort website makes it something different. And I, I don't know why I'm feeling that way, but I, but I just feel that way. It's meaning like, I understand where you're coming from. I don't know if he had intentions to act on it or anything like that, but um, you know, of course the intentions are, are a little suspicious. I'm not going to lie. That doesn't mean he did anything. Um, but this is one of those cases, man, where it's like, we, we shouldn't, um, like it's, it's, what, what are your options here? Like just, you're just going to either be suspicious about it for a long time and still stay with him. You're not like, are you going to break up with him over it? What, what are you thinking? What are you feeling? I don't know. This is one of those things where we have to choose to be, to either believe them or not believe them and go with that, whichever way you will. Because otherwise you're going to drive yourself nuts. So 
if you say to him, this made me feel uncomfortable and you guys talk it out and you believe that he's being honest, you know what? Hold on one second because my, my damn dryer is beeping like crazy. Hold on. Okay. I'm sorry about that. Um, it's one of these things where you have to decide what you really feel about it and decide which way you want to go. I don't want to see you driving yourself crazy. If you like continue to stay with him, but you still don't believe him. Um, because you're the one that suffers in that scenario. So that's like a a choice you have to make. I would definitely talk to him about it and say, this made me feel uncomfortable and also bring up the, you know, the issues that you you feel you're having with you guys being intimate with each other. I think that that's definitely something worth, that's probably something that's exacerbating this um, in your head, just like, oh, well, we're not having sex that much. So maybe he's doing this. Like, that's just going to make you more paranoid. I think I would talk to him about how you feel about you two and, and your sex life and see if maybe there's a way that you can work on that if you do decide to continue, you know, to, to be with him. But this is one of those things. It's like, God, I wish I never saw it. I wish I never saw that. (laughs) I would rather have never seen that, you know, as your girlfriend, I would rather have never seen that, but girl, I get where you're coming from. I think your, your feelings are completely valid, but geez, Louise, the men are out here acting, acting cuckoo. They're acting freaking cuckoo. This one says, will I be alone forever? Hi, Carly and the sweetest boys on earth. The only sweet boys on earth. <laughs> Longtime listener and in ASAP need of help. I'm a 29 year old woman and have never been in a relationship. I live on my own and have enough amazing friends, a healthy family and a steady job. However, I can't help but wonder in parentheses, I've been watching a lot of sex in the city episodes at the moment. <laughs> Uh, I can't help but wonder (laughs) why can I not have a relationship? I have been heartbroken only once. And this was about 10 years ago and right afterwards have never, ever again, been serious with a man. I tend to go with people who are already in relationships. I know this is really bad, but it's to protect my own feelings, but I'm done doing that. I want to build a healthy relationship with myself and a guy, but I don't know how to get back into the dating zone. I'm in my hometown and there are barely any single people and I hate using dating apps. What can I do? My friends tell me that I'm not a super approachable woman. This is true because when I'm out with my friends, I just want to have fun and I'm not focused on men. However, how else am I going to find a guy? Listening to your podcast always makes me feel a bit jealous because you're strong and independent and happy. And I want that too for myself. However, because of my age, I sometimes feel like a loser still being single and the happy-go-lucky woman, single woman is just not me. Girl, I'm older than you. 29 is not old. 29, you could be, you could be single at any age. It just makes you the smartest person in the whole damn world. No, okay, okay. But serious, 29 isn't old. Um, says, please help a woman out because feeling lonely when you're not actually alone is the worst. How can I feel less lonely and more content? Oh oh my God. It's like one thing after another. Hold on one, hold on one second. You guys, geez Louise. Sorry about that. I'm going to read that last part 
again, please help a woman out because feeling lonely when you're not actually alone is the worst. How can I feel less lonely and more content with my love now? Or how can I get a goddamn man? All my kisses and love. So I think that we all put this pressure on, on ourselves of finding someone. And it's like, we were talking about before you, you have to make sure that you, you have to make sure your intentions aren't like, I just want to be in a relationship. I have, I have to find someone. It should be, I want to find the right person for me. And it doesn't matter how long that takes. Right. Or, or when that happens, I think that if we put pressure on ourselves, we end up settling for someone that's probably not our person. And we end up going like, we'll, we'll be deep in a relationship. Like I knew it from the beginning. You weren't really the one, you know, and that's never fun. That's never good. So I think that's what it is. I think, you know, you have to ask yourself why you are looking for a relationship. Are you looking for a relationship? Cause you feel, okay. I feel fulfilled in all of these other areas of my life and I'm ready to start the next chapter. Or is it, I'm 29 years old. I feel like a loser. My friends have boyfriends and I don't. And I feel like there's something wrong with me because I'm not in a relationship because that's all that's nothing. Being in a relationship is not going to fix that. You know what I'm saying? It's not just going to be like the bandaid that just fixes everything. So I think you, I think that's the, the question that we need to answer in this scenario. Because like our girlie was saying before, it doesn't, being in a relationship with someone doesn't fix everything, just make, makes things more complicated. And if it's not the right person for you, it's really not, you don't feel like it's worth fighting for them half the time. But I wish that we didn't have to feel pressure from like just society or our family or our friends or whoever, just to get married and have kids. We're, we're capable of more than that. So if you really feel like you are looking for a relationship because you want to start the next chapter of your life, then there's a bunch of ways you can meet guys. You can go out and go out with your friends and drink. And maybe I know you're saying when I'm out with my friends, I don't focus on men, but maybe, you know, go out with the intention of like, Oh, maybe I'll meet somebody and blah, blah, blah. Or you can try online dating. I know it's, it sucks. And I know people hate it, but listen, I know a lot of people that met online and, and they're, you know, been together for a long time or married or have a kid or whatever. So I think it, there is something to be said. If if you find somebody that's looking for the same thing that you're looking for, I think that's the problem with online dating is like a lot of people are on it to find a genuine relationship. And a lot of people are on it to just have fun and, and make it the most convenient, easiest thing possible for them. So obviously those two things are not a match, but you can find somebody that's looking for the same thing as you. I always think about what is my, what would be like my like ideal situation? My ideal situation is a man that doesn't have social media and is a farmer and he has a little farm. He's got, he's got a good plot of land. Okay. And on the side, he builds furniture out of, you know, trees, dead trees that fall down in the woods and he takes them and he chops it and he chops the trees and he makes nice furniture. Okay. Aiden from Sex in the City, since you've been watching. Um, okay, this is a 
by the way, you guys, by the way, before I forget, before I forget, okay. If I have uh, not answered your emails, make sure you bump them up because guess what? I need to record a ton before I go to Italy. So I'm going to, there's going to be a few weeks where I'm not going to be recording them, you know, the day before you hear them. And they're going to be kind of like, I have to bank them because I I decided I'm not going to bring so much equipment to on my trip. Cause I just feel like it's a lot. And also over there in Europe, you're lucky if you get a couple bars of damn Wi-Fi over there, they say, Oh yeah, we, we have a new Wi-Fi and they don't girl. They don't. So I don't want to stress about it, but anywho, if I've missed your emails, send them back, send them back and bump them up so that I can get to them. Um, this one says fecal sample. Oh God. Hey, Carly and the cats want to know what's embarrassing driving to the vet with your pet's poopy sample in the car. Not me trying to be cute, driving miles away, breathing in literal dog shit and gagging. Like what if you got pulled over and opened the window to release the, the fog into the officers and being like, no, I'm sorry. It wasn't me, sir. I swear not to mention walking into the building, holding a toxic bag, trying to act natural. Like I have arrived with the sample. I just got back in my car and it still smells like dookie, but we do it for our children. Uh, P.S. Like most girlies here, I think we should be besties and are weirdly similar Scorpios. Attaches a pic of me, my chihuahua, who is hopefully has perfect poo and my boyfriend last Christmas. Oh, how cute are you? Oh my God. Not the, not the dog in a sweater. Not the Christmas sweater family photo. I love it. Oh, you want to hear something so funny? I, um, had to take a, a sample to Robert's vet because you know there's always something going on this was like this was like months ago but I had it in my purse okay because they give you like a little it's like a pill case or something you know like a pill bottle to put it in so I had it wrapped up in a bag and I had it like in my in my bag I had like a tote bag that it was inside of and (laughs) I'm walking down the street and this guy that you know, I talk to or whatever pulls up and he's like, Carly. I'm like, Oh no. He's like, Carly, get over here. He's like, uh, he, you know, I don't really see him that often, but he always is asking me to hang out. And I'm always like, no, I'm busy. No, I'm busy. So he saw me on the street girl. He pulls over. I, I was like, honk and I'll wave. You know, you don't have to pull the damn, you don't need to pull over the damn vehicle. And he's like, I just got this new car. Let me take you for a ride. I'm cruising, blah, blah, blah. I'm like, Ugh, like, no, I was like, no. He jumps out of the car, comes around and picks me up. Girl, he picks me up. I said, I have cat shit in my bag. <laughs> he goes, what are you going to the vet? I'm like, yeah, I'm going to the vet. He's like, I'll drive you over there. I was like, no, I'm carrying little poop with me. He goes, you think I care? Get in the car drove me to the vet. I went into the vet. He waited for me, came back out. We went out to lunch, but I was like, he picked me up and like, was like hugging me. And I'm like, Oh my God, I have literal poop on me. And he probably smells it and thinks it's me. Can't think of a worse time to, to see him, but that's funny. And you're so right. It's embarrassing. It's embarrassing. Uh, let's see. Okay, this is a fuck Mary Kill. So we'll end the episode on this. But where did it go? I just had it. 
I just had it and then I lost it. Okay. Let me type it in because I know I just saw it. Okay. Yeah. It says Jeremy, fuck, Mary kill. Jeremy Allen White, Jeremy Renner, or Jeremy Strong. Stop. You know I'm marrying Jer- Jeremy Allen White. I'm sorry, but I'm marrying Jeremy Allen White. And you guys know that. That's baby boy. That's baby daddy. Okay. Then I'm going to, okay, so Jeremy Strong is the one from Succession. Jeremy Renner, I'm not, I don't know if he has the thing that I, that I look for. You know, I don't know if he's crazy. I don't know if he's crazy enough for me. So I'm going to go ahead and I'm going to kill Jeremy Renner. I'm going to fuck Jeremy Strong and I'm going to marry Jeremy Allen White, of course, because he's the superior Jeremy, if we're being honest. And when push comes to shove, he is. So, oh, I love it. Okay. So thank you guys so much for tuning in again. Bump up those damn emails, girl, because I got to record a bunch of episodes before I leave to go to freaking Italy. Okay. And thank you guys for tuning in. I hope everybody has a great week. You could send in questions to secretkeepersclub at gmail.com and I'll talk to you soon. Bye.